I know as well as you do that at the end of a busy week, sometimes it can be hard to get organized and out the door for church or even to join the live stream during a pandemic. This time together, though, can offer such a beautiful chance to slow down and notice how things feel. The music, the ancient smell of incense, the rhythm of the familiar prayers, the promises we make and try to keep from week to week. Every Sunday, this chance to enter a space of deeper meaning and feel in our hearts and souls and bodies that sense of the holy. Focus and peace like that, though, it isn't so easy. Once I had a yoga teacher who said that the human mind is like a drunken monkey on roller skates. It's always racing, worrying, anticipating, fretting about the future, constantly distracted, longing for the past or running from the past, making grocery lists, always anywhere and everywhere, but right here in this moment. And I know that I'm deep in cliche territory when I say that yoga and meditation and silence and worship like this are times that can help us be here now. A way for us to still our anxious racing minds and notice this moment, how it feels, how we feel in our hearts and in our souls and in our bodies. And you know, the, the poetry in scripture can take us there into the moment, into how it feels. Because the Bible is full of stories that touch our hearts and help us feel right now with our whole selves. For instance, what Leslie just read, the, the passage from Isaiah, using the images of, of a bridegroom and a bride, the words, my whole being shall exult in my God, for he has clothed me with the garments of salvation. He has covered me with the robe of righteousness. Imagine yourself thousands of years ago on your wedding day, draped in the richest, heaviest, most exquisite wedding garments, how you'd feel held by the, the weight of those robes and wrapping you up in splendor on this happiest of days. God's love and peace like that. Again in Isaiah, another image full of feeling in life. As the earth brings forth its shoots, and as a garden causes what is sown in it to spring up, so the Lord God will cause righteousness and praise to spring up before all the nations. That image. Imagine yourself this time a, a, a shoot springing from rich soil, a tender shoot pushing toward the light the light of God. 
And Paul's letter to the Galatians this morning leads us to imagine ourselves first alone in the world, utterly lonely, and then joy of joys, suddenly finding ourselves chosen, known, loved, adopted by God. Let your heart fill with that image and overflow with the wonderful news that because you are children, God has sent the Spirit of His Son into our hearts, crying, Abba, Father. Can you feel that? As children, we matter. We inherit a place, every last one of us. We belong to God. That feeling. Images like these head straight for the heart because our hearts yearn for this sense of accepting this sense of belonging. And now, on this special day of the year when we celebrate Mary, imagine yourself as this poor human girl, a peasant, told by the angel Gabriel, you will conceive in your womb and bear a son and you will name him Jesus. The Holy Spirit will come over you, oh no, come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. Therefore, the child to be born will be holy. Imagine the awe that you would feel, that feeling that, that, of that holy child in your body, that kind of connection with God. And Mary isn't the only one. We each carry God in us, too. And imagine yourself this same girl visiting your cousin Elizabeth moments before the passage that we heard this morning from Luke's Gospel, feeling in such a deep, physical, emotional, spiritual way the magnitude of the holy human forming in your womb. So overcome with that feeling that you cry out, my soul magnifies the Lord and my spirit rejoices in God my Savior, for he has looked with favor on the lowliness of his servant. As Mary, you are chosen and your entire inner being reflects that back out to the world, magnifies the glory of the Lord the miraculous honor of bearing for the world the Son of God. Imagine yourself magnifying God, because you do. All these words describe visceral things happening to our hearts and our souls and our bodies. Through these words, God is reaching into our hearts, and embodying our faith. And then comes Jesus. Is it any wonder that Jesus, God with us, depends so much on touch to, to reach people? He shows it again and again. No one is beyond his love, beyond his reach. Remember how he brings a little girl back to life? And then tells, his parent, tells her parents to give her something to eat. Or how he cooks fish for his friends on the beach. How he washes the feet of his disciples. Powered by love. 
feeding and healing as he goes, feeding stomachs and feeding souls, and ultimately giving his own body in a final showdown against cruelty and oppression with us that much, loving us that much. Mary, today in the Magnificat, Latin for my soul magnifies the Lord, feels this love in her, is empowered by love to call for a better world. She claims her child will bring justice. She says, he has filled the hungry with good things and sent the rich away empty. Imagine that feeling after hunger, after want, after need, that feeling of being fed, noticed, celebrated, welcomed home. Mary, feeling the world-changing life within her, goes from stunned teenager to proclaimer of a manifesto of good things to come for all who are vulnerable and in need. A stunning whole body transformation from young girl to prophet. Just as we are God's prophets too, whenever we strive for justice. Thomas Aquinas believed that we owe human salvation to Mary. He said that God came among us as Jesus because Mary was willing for her body to usher him in. He said that God came among us as Jesus because of Mary. Mary's not the one who saves us. No, that's Jesus. But she first embodies Jesus, makes Jesus possible for us. In that way, our salvation does hinge on Mary, on what she first was able to feel and understand and do. So today we celebrate Mary. We celebrate that Jesus came to us through her. We celebrate how she, a great and faithful disciple, bravely followed him through life and death beyond that. And we celebrate Mary, this ultimate embodier of God and God's love, because of how she shows us how to feel the power of God within and let it move us too. Amen. <laughs>